Worldview Radio and WVW-TV is made possible because of listeners like you. Thank you so much for your tax-deductible contribution that you can make at wvwfoundation.com. That's wvwfoundation.com or by calling 901-825-0652. That's 901-825-0652. You can also send your tax-deductible contribution via check. To WVW Foundation, P.O. Box 1690, Collierville, Tennessee 38027. That's again, WVW Foundation, P.O. Box 1690, Collierville, Tennessee 38027. Thank you for helping make possible Worldview Radio and WVW-TV broadcasts. Spiritual values, moral issues, government, economy, education, work, responsibility. What we think about these depends on our world. Now, VCY America presents Worldview Weekend Radio with Brandon House. Hey, welcome. Glad you guys are with us. We're going to get an update from Aaron here from Israel because it's just every day. I mean, I'm not trying to bring him on to make it the Brandon Aaron program, but... Every day there's something new, and I'm, I'm, I'm very, very afraid, folks, it is about to be something new in a devastating way. Uh, there are more attacks coming from Lebanon into Israel, and they are, there are some of their officials talking about the fact they're, I guess, about to, to go to all-out war. I mean, I think they're already at war, but, but there, are, there are words being used that show this is going to sadly probably escalate to a whole new dangerous level for Israel. So I guess we'll be bringing Aaron on a lot more. We're also then going to be joined at about the 15 mark by Mike Hammond of Gun Owners of America. We actually, now don't don't be shocked, folks, okay? Don't be shocked. Take a deep breath. We actually might have some good news for you today. <gasps> You're kidding. Brandon House has good news? Never. <laughs> no, it's not always bad. It's not always negative. We are making some progress in some areas, and today we'll give you an update. We'll give you a report on a bill that was being proposed that, as we read it, could have meant that just going to the gun range with about three or four of your buddies could have been perceived as uh, breaking federal law. You know, you're 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 a militia, you're a militant group. Go, thank you, Reagan. A militant militia group, uh, somehow involved in uh, insurrection and preparing for insurrection. Very dangerous bill, and we wanted to get a full analysis on it from Mike Hammond uh, of Gun Owners of America, who is just outside of Washington D.C. at the Gun Owners of America headquarters today. But joining us first for an update is our broadcast partner and a correspondent on the ground in Israel, brought to you by our foundation, WVWFoundation.com. And um, Aaron, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't know if you heard me say, I, I, I told the listening friends here that I, I'm not trying to turn this into the Brandon and Aaron program every day, but but there is, is so much developing. We have to get an update from you pretty much now almost a daily basis 
Uh, and, you know, we, again, believe that if you want to understand where we are in Bible prophecy, if you want to understand where the world is going, we really have to keep our eye on the Middle East, particularly when we know that China and Iran are involved in so much of what is happening over there. And what they're doing there, they are just honing their skills, if you will, uh, for that same thing to be carried out in America. Uh, maybe this is one of those uh, maybe this is one of those moments where where uh, guys in the control room, Dalton, should mark this program and date it, because I'm telling you, I fear America will have an October 7th event. I believe America is absolutely 100 percent being set up for an October 7th event. And when it happens, my friends, I am not going to do the whole I told you so thing uh, for for any uh, purpose other than to get you to understand those who maybe don't that we're not fooling around here when we do these programs. We're not just simply here talking to to uh, to, uh, you know, exaggerate or be entertaining, if you will. We're being dead serious. And 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 maybe some of the scoffers and the skeptics and the critics who like to listen in will realize that we're not alarmist, that we actually are scholars, you know, written 15 books, highly footnoted books, multiple documentaries. We know what we're talking about because this is what we do. And you don't have to, frankly, be a scholar or an author or have produced a documentary to have the common sense that the vast majority of this audience has to see the same dots being connected. And, and Aaron, when you have mosques in America, 90% of them run by Muslim Brotherhood, which is Hamas. When you have Chinese military-aged males pouring over your border, we now have Gordon Chang reporting that and showing screenshots of some of these CCP guys that got here with no identification, no money, but somehow they have the ability to get a hold of semi-automatic weapons and the ammunition in practice. That's expensive. How do you do that? All the pieces are being put into place for a massive slaughter of Americans. Why else would they be here? There's no other reason for them to be here, folks. Just ask yourself, why are these military-age males from Islamic and uh, Islamic and Marxist nations here? By the way, I, I, I have an article at Worldview Report today about the connection between South America and China and Iran. Well, that's interesting. Uh, uh, the, the South, here it is. The South Africa Hamas Iran axis over at the Gatestone Institute. The South Africa Hamas Iran axis. And where are a lot of these folks coming from, folks? South Africa, CCP, Venezuela, that is dominated by Iran and Hamas and Hezbollah and China. <laughs> Go look that up. Mike Pompeo, is, as the uh, head of the CIA, said that to Chris Wallace on Fox News that Hezbollah and China. And Iran are all in Venezuela. And where are a lot of these military-age males coming from? Venezuela, South Africa, who is now the South Africa-Hamas-Iran axis. What do you think they're here to do? So I'm telling you now, we're following Israel because it is the center of the world as far as God is concerned in the center of the time clock to know what's coming and when and where that we're told in the Bible to seek to understand the times, that a special blessing comes to those who seek to understand the book of Revelation. But we also know by watching what the enemy is doing there, we can understand what it is they're preparing to do here and all the preparations we are watching. 
Now, you're not, sadly, what's sad is that much of the American, mo, most of the American people are not aware of this because they watch the mainstream corporate media, which up until this week did not bother to tell you. Maybe last week. Then last week, 60 Minutes wants to tell you, uh-oh, military age Chinese coming into the U.S. Why is 60 Minutes now telling you that? Uh, FBI Director Ray, all the red lights are flashing for a terrorist attack. Uh, uh, we got ch cyber attacks by China. Why are they now telling you this? So that when it goes down, I believe they can say, well, we knew. We tried to tell the American people. No, you didn't do anything to stop it. You let it happen. Now you want to tell us about it. Why? So that you can say, well, we tried to do something. We tried to warn people. Well, I'm telling you right now, America, sadly, is going to have an October 7th event. I'm pretty sure you can take that to the bank. Am I 100%? No, but I'm 99.9% .9 sure we will have an October 7th event. When, where, I don't know. But why else would all these people be here? Why? Aaron? Well, Brandon, when you just made the statement. You said people are going to look back and they're going to say, well, sorry, we just let it happen. Really interestingly, yesterday I was listening to an interview by uh, Douglas Murray. He was interviewing Mossab uh, Hassab uh, Youssef, I think his name is, the son of Hamas. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you, you know who I'm talking mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. the, the, Just the for the record, of... we interviewed probably, oh, wow, I don't know, could it be almost 10 years ago now? We interviewed the what was then the pastor of that young man who was in America and was going to a church in California. And we interviewed the pastor who had been given permission by him to speak, but he himself didn't want to be interviewed at the time. So, yes, we've right. been following this guy for probably 10 years. Yeah, well, he is a, an amazing advocate for, for Israel. So Douglas Murray was interviewing him. He asked him this question. Why is it that the West, why is it that the free world hasn't woken up to the threat of Islam? Now, Douglas Murray was asking the son of Hamas, this guy, he grew up in Hamas. He grew up as a terrorist. He grew up. He knows the inside better than most people. So you'd, it's really interesting. What kind of answer would he give? And this is all he said. He said one thing. He said, we have given in to the intimidation of the Muslims. That's all he said. And then he elaborated on it. That's it, Brandon. That's coming from the son of Hamas. We know that spirit of intimidation. You see that they're quite free to speak out against what you believe. The moment you say anything about Muhammad or about Islam, they go crying that you're racist, you're you're it's Islamophobia, and we back down because they beget they become very angry, they become intimidating, and we back down to that. We're afraid of that because of the 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 passive weak Christianity that has been taught, and uh, I I was like I thought a lot about what he said that they the West is uh, intimidated and it backs down. This is kind of almost like King Saul when he and all of Israel were looking at Goliath. What did they do? They were it says they were tormented for forty days and forty nights. David ran onto the scene. He knew what needed to be done, and he was not intimidated at all. He ran towards the giant. Very different spirit if you look at that story.
Well, hundred <clears throat> percent right. And I got some more information to bring to you here. Uh, but let me ask you this. Do you believe that the likelihood of an October 7th event in America, like happened in Israel, is in motion? Without a shadow of a doubt, Brandon, it's it's so clear. You you ask the right question. What are they doing there in uh, in America, in Europe, in Australia, in New Zealand? What are they doing there? It's interesting. You know, the Muslim calendar begins when Muhammad left Mecca and he went to Medina on what's called the the Hajj, when he started to spread Islam. Now, the goal of a Muslim is to imitate Muhammad. So that's why they immigrate. They do what he did. That's when the Muslim calendar begins. He left Mecca and he started to spread Islam. And that's what they're doing. They're starting to spread it. They try to do it peacefully. But if you don't, and, and of course, when they're in the one, two, three percent, five percent, seven percent, they don't have enough strength to do it by force. So they try to do it nicely. But as they grow, then they start to get very intimidating, which is what the son of Hamas was referring to. And, and they start to use. And, and you say grow, and that's interesting because you have no idea what I'm about to say, and you have no idea what I'm about to show. But you just said they start to grow, right? Well, yeah. looky, 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 looky. We have the graphics. Folks on radio, I just have to tell you, we have the screenshots from their own TV presentation that was put on YouTube. Yasser Qadi. You guys remember Yasser Qadi from the mosque down the road here in the Mid-South who's now in Plano, Texas, the Islamic uh, East Plano Islamic Center? Well, they're planning Epic 2.0. Welcome to the Epic City, a safe, purpose-built community to serve the growing needs of Muslim community. <clears throat> it's going to have single-family lots, townhomes, schools, parking, multifamily apartments, senior living, commercial space, parks, fields, courts. And they're selling shares, I guess, $80,000 per share, 500 shares, 50% up front, another 50% within a year, guarantee of a secure lot, blah, 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 blah. So that's their own plan that they presented on TV. And we played excerpts of it last night with Usama Dakdok. I need to get him on the radio for an extended. This is going to be, according to their own screenshots behind them when they were talking, 402 acres. 402 acres. Do you think they'll have Sharia, Islamic law there? Yes. Aaron, do you think so? Oh, for sure. No question about it. No question. Um, and, you know, if there are Muslims watching this program, I would say feel free to believe what you want to believe, but don't enforce it upon us. Don't force it upon anyone. And certainly don't use violence or the sword, which is historically a fact what Muslims do. Hold right there. We'll be right back. Joining me now is Melissa House. She called me today and she told me something and I said, you have got to tell the audience this. They need to hear this. It's really good news for those of you that, well, are taking Bella Grace. What happened today? Well, I went to my hairdresser and I had not told her um, about this product that I've been taking. And when she was blow drying my hair, she said, you, I just noticed when I was parting your hair and fixing it that you have a bunch of new hair growth and a lot of, you know, short hairs that are more curly than normal. And I've been going to this lady for probably 13 years and she's never said that to me 
And I had noticed it, but for the fact that she, the fact that she noticed it was, I had to call Brand right away and tell him, well, I guess the collagen is definitely helping grow my hair. But we had heard that one of the things this would do... Well, collagen will grow your hair. Grow your hair. Collagen Mm -hmm. supposedly grows your hair. Right. She said, you've never had this before. I just, I don't... But that's not the only thing that I... It's just given me a lot more energy and really helped my hip feel better. Your sciatic nerve. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been taking it twice a day. It has three key ingredients we've been telling you about. Collagen, Mm -hmm. which all... Guys need collagen, too. Then it Mm -hmm. also has cat's claw, which is a very powerful uh, anti-inflammatory, which is probably why it's helping your... Sciatic nerve, nerve, which Dr. Mark Miller talked to us, the formulator of this for 30 years, talked to us about that the other day. Third thing you have is the Astroreal AstraZenefin. Good job. Is that pretty good? That's good. I've been practicing. (laughs) And that got the Cognitive Award in 2022. So, (laughs) and that that crosses blood-brain barrier and gets into the gut. Right. Whereas so a lot of the collagen, absorb... you're you're flushing down the toilet about 95 percent. This you're mm-hmm. absorbing, according to studies, you're absorbing 95 percent. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. If you want more information, it's on the website. Again, it's it's set up under her name, so they can track it and give credit back to our organization. We've explained to you the way we bring you these free shows is either through our foundation supporting that or through supporting our sponsors, MelissaHouse.BellaGraceGlobal.com. The testimonials are there, including the 80 clinical trials are there as well. MelissaHouse.BellaGraceGlobal.com. All right, joining me is Aaron, live from Israel. LightToTheNationsMinistry.com is his website. Uh, Aaron, um, so they're growing. They're going to build uh, a city in Plano, Texas. And, of course, uh, there were uh, evangelicals out there giving Mr. Cotty uh, credibility, <clears throat> saying we should find interfaith dialogue with them that uh, James White said he was his mentor in parts of Islam, that uh, the, Christians, the, the Christians and the Muslims were going to have to stand together when, when the secularists take over. I and mean, we went through all that in June of 2017, <clears throat> and we were attacked mercilessly by Christian ministry leaders and others. And now you see Yasser has moved from the Mid-South to Texas five years ago, he said. It's been five years. It's hard to believe it's been that long already. This is a guy, by the way, who had Siraj Wahaj at his mosque here in the Mid-South, who was an unindicted co-conspirator in the bombing of the World Trade Center. Numerous reports that Siraj Wahaj's son was convicted not too long ago of training jihads in the desert in New Mexico. You guys can go look that up. And uh, I saw where Siraj, I guess, got brought down to the mosque in uh, <clears throat> East Plano, Tex- Texas, as well, not too long ago. So Yasser has moved from the Mid-South gone down to East Plano, is now going to build a 402-acre Muslim city. And, uh, of course, watch how many Christians follow the James White model and won't push back, because, after all, we're, we're going to need each other, said James White. When the secularists take over, the Muslims and the Christians are going to have to stand together. Uh, you know. So, again, we tried to warn you guys, but I was the bad guy, again, because I tell you the truth and tell you what's coming and study trends, which isn't really hard if you know what the worldviews are. But here you go, 402-acre Muslim city in East Palestine, or East Plano, Texas. In my uh, way of looking at it, sadly, I think the only way to, to, to deal with it is you've got to nip it in the bud as early as possible. We know what their goal is, and they may be loving people, and I know some loving Muslims. That's not the point. The point is, is what is their goal? The goal is Sharia law. The goal is Islam, the uh, Islamize the world. That's what the word Islam means. Surrender. The whole world must 
surrender to Allah and his work and his will. And uh, I think the only way to deal with it is not only not to be intimidated, but to actually forcefully stop it. And if it's not going to happen, I mean, ultimately it would be good to, to stop it through legislation. And I keep referring to the pr new, newly elected prime minister of Holland. He has outlawed it. He's outlawed the Quran. And you know what? The, you, you, the dilemma is if you let it happen, we know what it's going to happen. But if you stand up against it, you're called a bigot. So what would you choose? To be run over like we were on October the 7th or be called a bigot? Well, it's what's like, ironic is uh, they're trying to pass legislation to take the guns of Americans while they bring in a military-age standing male from the Marxist and Islamic nations. But yet they want to disarm the American people. I mean, this is, again, disarm the Jews and uh, track their DNA, put them in a computer system with an IBM office, according to uh, uh, the book uh, IBM and the Holocaust, and um, uh, then, then make them wear a star and then push them into the ghetto and then load them onto trains and push them into the ovens. Uh, I mean, hello, all the warning signs were there. Uh, some people did get out. Uh, others did not. They thought this couldn't possibly happen. This could never happen. This could never happen. And then it happened. And that's what's happening here. All the warning signs are there. It just sounds too fantastic, too fantastic. It's so overwhelming that it couldn't possibly be true because it's just too, too, too big of a move. There's just no way this is really what's happening here. But yet it is. And so um, people wake up. It's coming. But yet here's the deal. In a minute, we're going to go to Mike Hammond with Gun Owners of America. They're trying to pass legislation that says if we... <clears throat> get together as a group of friends and go to the firing range, you might be considered a militia group and be prosecuted. But if you Islamists who want to overthrow the government with by implementing Sharia, which is in direct contrast to our constitutional uh, republic, fine, have at it. We'll zone you for 402 acres to do what you want to do. With a, with a leader like Yasser Qadi, who has said the most horrific things about the Jews, look at their crooked noses, they're not a somatic people, and all this other stuff, right? Uh, but don't you dare go to the firing range with a couple of your buddies on a Saturday afternoon. But by all means, build an Islamic town. I mean, this is and, how dumb we are. And you know what? If I was the security in that town in Texas, you know what I would be looking for? I would be listening to see if they're going to be building under the ground tunnels. Woo! There you go. All right. We got to get into a few issues here before we go to uh, Mike Hammond. Uh, oh, let's see. Netanyahu nixes Israeli return to Cairo hostage talks. Cites delusional Hamas stance. Tell me about that, please. That's at worldviewreport.com. Yeah, uh, the, I actually reported on that about four or five days ago. That was his response to Hamas's, to uh, the Americans, to the Egyptian uh, suggestions of a uh, of a ceasefire. Delusional. All right, and let's, that's go why, the, let's go to yeah, the next one for the sake of time. IDF fighter jets engage in wave of attacks on Hezbollah after Israeli soldier killed. Now, I think some of this has unfolded since you were on the air yesterday, correct? Well, I reported yesterday about the, the soldier that was killed. Right. But so the, that's what I reported. But you guys, but I don't think you had done all the attacks and the strike backs that you guys had done. Are, Co since well, the, correct? no, I, I just, I just, uh, uh, a small, uh, very briefly mentioned that we did attack. And then I said that we're waiting for some kind of retaliation from Hezbollah. There was a few missiles that were fired today. We've been hitting hard. We are taking out uh, leaders of Hezbollah. We are penetrating in. 
uh, we have upped the ante, as they say. Okay, and then we have Iran simulates destruction of Israel's Air Force's uh, Palm Ahem Air Base. Tell me about that, please. Yeah, they are. They, listen, firstly, the Iranians do not have much of an air force themselves. That's their weak area. But what they lack in air force, they make up big time with uh, uh, surface to air missiles. And that's what they're talking about. They are talking about some kind of uh, all out assault on our major uh, air bases up in the north. So we're going to have to make sure we have our defense missiles intact, our Iron Dome, our Patriot missiles, our Arrow defense missiles. And um, I don't know if it's quite ready yet, but we are very close. And I reported this at the beginning of the war. We are very close to having our laser defense missile perfected. Uh, we need that as fast as possible. And you have someone, I was trying to find the article, but you had someone in your government talking about the fact that they are getting ready for all-out war uh, with with Lebanon, with Hezbollah in Lebanon, correct? Oh, absolutely. This is the, the big talk, um, and I've been talking about this for a few weeks now, how we've been, uh, extra, our forces have been doing extra training up in the north. We have, the citizens up there have been told, the ones that still are there in the area, have been told to get uh, supplies of water, food, radios, batteries, uh, diapers, uh, nappies, uh, stuff for, for babies, for kids. It could be uh, a long winter for us. And let me ask you about the a number of Jews living in the West Bank, derogatorily called the West Bank, Judea and Samaria. I read a report the other day of how many were there. I can't remember the number, but I was shocked at how many Jews live in the West Bank. Tell me if you can, please. Yeah, it's, it's just over half a million. And so aren't, isn't the concern that they do in the Gaza, or excuse me, in the West Bank, what they did in Gaza? Of course, of course, we're, we're uh, no question about it. We're, we're on high alert there. But here's the issue. The, the, the Jewish people that live in a lot of those towns and villages and cities in Judea and Samaria, the West Bank, they are some of our toughest people. They are loaded. Pretty much all of them are packed. They are loaded. They walk around with guns. And so much so that they defend themselves that now the Americans are trying to put a ban on them entering into uh, America and Europe are uh, wanting to follow as well because they, they don't let themselves be raped and murdered. Instead, they defend themselves. And because they defend themselves, they're going to be banned from getting into America and Europe. Is that insane? Well, it, it is because the federal government loves rape and murder. This federal government has murdered untold numbers with the shot, which they refuse to pull. This federal government has knowingly allowed for sex trafficking. This federal government is aiding in sex trafficking. The largest sex trafficker in the world is the U.S. federal government. And if you guys don't believe me, you go ask the government whistleblowers who are on the inside, saw it and came out and have done documentaries. And I've interviewed them. The largest trafficker of sex, tra the largest sex trafficker in the world is the U.S. federal government. So, of course, they want Israelis killed and Israeli raped because the federal government loves to kill and rape. That's what they do. Hey, tell me, is uh, President Biden, is he on the Hamas payroll? Of course he is. He's on. I, I believe he is somehow through China. 
Yeah, because where's Hamas getting their money, right? China? Where's he getting his money? China, right? You, I'm sure you've got this on your list, Brandon, but the big news here today, the big, big news, it's the, the number one news uh, uh, item, is that there is a, a new wave to push forward within the next few weeks, within the next few weeks, a Palestinian state. This is by the United States and by a, a number of Arab nations. And um, the, the, the key reason what I'm reading and hearing from our political analysts, uh, they are saying that Joe Biden for his election, or at least the Democrats for the election, they've got to do it now. The closer they get to November, the more the Republicans are going to kick and fight against it. So they're pushing for it now. Okay. They're seriously putting And then I on. saw where uh, somewhere in near Lebanon, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, some, some kibbutz came under attack up there. Yes, uh, uh, kibbutz, uh, a city, Kiryat Shmona. Uh, yesterday was Tzfat, uh, a city up there. Um, yeah, constant, constant barrages of uh, missiles, rockets. Um, and, uh, uh, and, and I even said that the, the city of Tzfat, which has 40,000 residents, they're thinking, our, our government are thinking of, uh, of uprooting them as well. That, uh, that will not go down well with the residents. Wow. Uh, like to the nation's ministry.com. That is Aaron's ministry there brought to you by our foundation, wvwfoundation.com as we, uh, uh, again, uh, reimburse him, if you will, for his time and efforts. And he's doing an amazing job for us. So thank you so much, Aaron. Brandon, can I just say one thing? Yeah. Me about 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. It's a positive story. On October the 7th, there, about a week before, there was a young Israeli couple. Both were in the army. They became engaged. They fell in love. They, they became engaged. On October the 7th, when it all broke out, they ran into a, a bunker. And they were they were hiding with a whole lot of others. The terrorists threw a hand grenade in that bunker, and both the 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 guy and the girl they both lost their legs. Mm. So today on the news, they showed them both coming out with walkers, and uh, they survived. And the the end to that, or not the end, but the 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 next the the the, the beautiful part of that story. It says they're both planning on walking down the aisle together. Wow. They're going to go get, and get married. A beautiful uh, end to that episode. Yeah, let's pray for them and that that comes to uh, be reality. A great way to end. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks, Brennan. God bless. We, you too, my friend. We'll come back. We'll go right away to Ma uh, Mike Hammond of Gun Owners of America. Legislation. I think we have some good news here with Mike because I think he's going to tell us some legislation that was pending is going to be stopped that would have basically made any of you that go out and practice at the range with three or four of you uh, a militia, an illegal militia group, uh, some kind of insurrection group. A great attack on the Second Amendment. We'll be right back with Mike Hammond of Gun Owners of America. Superfoodshouse.com Transform your life today. We have partnered with a superfood manufacturer and offer you a one-stop destination for organic, non-GMO superfoods at superfoodshouse.com.
We offer a premium selection of nutrient-rich superfoods, from the revitalizing protein shakes to the Super Amino 23 protein tablets. These tablets help your body rapidly absorb protein, creating lean muscle and burning fat. Visit superfoodshouse.com right now and seize limited time offers on superfood products. With just a few clicks, you can have these nutritional powerhouses delivered right to your door. Superfoodshouse.com, where wellness meets convenience. Seconds. Your path to a healthier lifestyle begins here. All right, welcome back. Glad you are with us. Website, worldviewtube.com for TV, worldviewradio.com for radio. <clears throat> Take a look at this right here. Here is Senate Bill 3589, Preventing Private Paramilitary Activity Act of 2024. Sponsor Senator Markey, or Edward Markey, Democrat from Massachusetts. Uh, we'll find out if there was a House version. But there you go. Preventing Private Paramilitary Activity. Well, what would that be? What would paramilitary activity be? Maybe going to the gun range with just three or four of you? Hmm? Joining me now is Mike Hammond of GunOwners.org, GunOwners.org. They're committed to protecting our constitutional and God-given right uh, of the uh, right to keep and bear, bear arms. Joining me now is Mike Hammond. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Hello. Hello, so, Brandon. Hello, America. Hello, America. Hey, Senate Bill 3589. Is there also a House version of this? Or yes, there is a House version. It's 6981. It's sponsored by Jamie Raskin, uh, whose uh, uh, nickname is Jamie Rascal, because he's a close equally Obama, uh, a close Obama insidious right? to Edward Markey. Uh, but both of these people specialized in, in introducing anti-gun legislation uh, for all their political careers. And by and large, the anti-gun legislation has not gone anywhere because Gun Owners of America and its members have stopped it. And I don't, I don't think this legislation is going anywhere either. Contrary to the rumors which are on the Internet, H.R. 6981 has not passed the House. It is buried deep within the House Judiciary Committee, where I think, thanks to the uh, thin, thin Republican majority, it's going to remain. So let's go to the House version. Yes. It shall be unlawful to knowingly or to knowingly in a circumstance described in Section subsection B, while acting as part or on behalf of a private paramilitary organization and armed with a firearm, explosive or incinerary device, or other dangerous weapons, one, publicly patrol, drill, or engage in techniques capable of causing bodily injury or death. Um, <laughs> well, that's good news and bad news. The bad news is it's just as bad as everyone has been saying it is. If you take a group of three or more people to the firing range, then you are uh, liable uh, to be put in prison for five years and to be sued by the federal government and to be sued by any anti-gunner who claims to have been damaged by your love of the first of the second amendment so uh... It, it's just as bad as everyone says it is the good news is i think we have have it buried uh... number two but we should know this because this is probably going to come back and we could very easily have parts of this dropped into legislation and buried 
and particularly legislation that's a thousand pages and nobody reads, but you have to you have to vote on it, pass it, yeah. to be able to read it. And so it depends on basically who wins the upcoming election. If Biden wins the upcoming election, we're going to see all of these whores come back and visit us and be even more threatening than they were before. Uh, if Trump wins the upcoming election, then hopefully we will succeed in convincing him not to push this anti-gun nonsense. Here is number two. Interfere with, interrupt, or attempt to interfere with or interrupt government operations or a government proceeding. Government operations. So if the federal government decides they want to round up all the Jews and yeah. and, and you decide to step in as a group of Christian men that are armed and practice your God-given Second Amendment right – you immediately are going to be deemed a paramilitary organization. And yeah, well, incidentally, I was at Auschwitz in 1988. I, was, I went to Poland at the behest of the Solidarity Labor mo uh, Movement. They were, within nine months, uh, had used our money appropriated by the United States Congress to overthrow their government, and we went on a pilgrimage to Auschwitz just as the Polish Communist government was declaring a state of emergency and trying to round all of us up in order to torture and uh, uh, presumably imprison us. Whew. Number three, interfere with or intimidate another person in that person's exercise of any right under the Constitution of the United States. Now, here's the problem. Yeah, well, that's pretty broad. Anyone yeah. who, quote, intimidates someone, uh, uh, someone who basically demonstrates uh, uh, across the street from a transgender or any other type of demonstration for any other, quote, liberal right, close quote, uh, might be arrested incarcerated for up to five years, sued, uh, all on the basis of their, quote, intimidation of that uh, group in supposedly defense of its second, it, it, its constitutional right to uh, basically uh, be gender neutral. What, so. what states have written in their state constitutions uh, about a militia? Is Missouri one of them? I think I think uh, most states have, uh, to my knowledge, just about every state has uh, something written into their constitution as a result of, as uh, uh, as a result of the right to organize a militia. How would you define? And incidentally, the federal government also has language, uh, federal statutory language, defining and setting up militias. So. How does the U.S. Constitution define a militia? A, a well-regulated well militia shall, what is the Constitution saying? What does it mean from the standpoint of constitutional shall be scholars? Necessary. Yeah. Um, shall be necessary to the exercise of free states. Uh, Congress shall pass no law uh, restricting the uh, right to keep and bear arms. Incidentally, uh, there was a time in which uh, the um, uh, left was, uh, prior to 2008, the left was saying, oh, you can't have any firearm on your person. You can't exercise your Second Amendment rights at all unless it is in connection with a militia. Now, lo and behold, the Supreme Court has held that the, uh, whether you're a member of a militia, doesn't make any difference in terms of your exercise of your, of your Second Amendment rights. And they've completely flipped. They've said, well, 
you can't uh, exercise your Second Amendment rights in connection with a militia. So uh, I, I think we all know that the left is will say whatever they need to do in order to achieve uh, their uh, story. So how would you goals. define, constitutionally, how would you define a militia? Is it the National Guard, or what is it? Well, a militia... Uh, as it was historically defined, was a uh, informal group. Uh, well, it, not just the National Guard. It was an informal group of neighbors who uh, joined forces in order to thwart uh, attacks on, on their settlement, on their community, uh, by the British. Uh, they joined together uh, as an informal group of neighbors in order to fight off attacks. So if you decide to do that as a neighborhood, that yeah, can... then you're you go to jail. <laughs> yeah, if if this were if this were passed into law, yeah. which uh, fortunately and, and thank God it will not be. All right, but we need to know what they were trying because they're likely to try it again. Correct. Well, they're tr they're trying to say anything they can. First of all, they said you can't keep and bear arms unless you're a member of a militia. Then they said you can't uh, in this act, the Marky Raskin Act, uh, they, you can't uh, keep and bear arms if you are a member of a militia. So, so they'll, they'll say anything necessary in order to uh, in order to evidence their hatred of firearms. And incidentally, I mean, the reason they hate firearms so much is because crime is so high, uh, the criminals, which they dote on, uh, are not deterred by uh, being let loose uh, the moment they're, uh, they're uh, arrested. And as a result, um, they're looking for some other scapegoat uh, to uh, shift their ire to, and they're choosing uh, the Second Amendment and firearms. Mm. Uh, look at this. This is in the bill. Interfere with, uh, let's go this one. Assume, number four, assume the functions of a law enforcement officer, peace officer, our public official. Well, whether, that, wait, I want to finish the sentence. I want to, I want to just wait. Let me, let me let me finish the sentence because it says whether or not acting under the color of law. So so if you are actually under the color of law, if you try to arrest an illegal alien who's crossing the border and you're not uh, basically the federal government. Then you go to jail for five years. Well, up with, to five years. Assert authority over another person without the consent of that person. So wait a minute. So yeah. what's good? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. When the federal government comes to arrest you for practicing your God-given rights, I'm sorry, I don't give you permission or consent to do that. Wow. <laughs> uh, under those circumstances, they would probably shoot you. So. But here's so, the... <laughs> uh, congratulations on uh, uh, double-blind justice. Yeah, and here's the issue here, too. It says, assumes the functions of a law enforcement officer, peace officer, a public official, whether or not acting under the color of law. So if yeah. you are a local official, let's say you're a local sheriff or sheriff deputy, and you are acting under the color of law, but you assert your authority over another person without their consent, the, the, now the now the sheriff or the deputy is going to prison. Yeah. Well, uh, I think anyone who seeks to, anyone, and, and 
I know people who have land along the border and uh, who are constantly trying to stem the flow of illegal immigration across their land. I mean, you know, people will just walk right by their windows uh, any time of the day or night. And uh, to the extent they try to uh, enforce the law, enforce the federal law, enforce federal mandates, uh, they may very well go to jail under this bill for a period, well, five years. I keep saying five years, uh, but if it, in, in fact, death results, uh, it's a life sentence. So. But what I guess I'm getting at is that if you are acting under the color of law, yes. you, you, can't if, in your, you can't in your state, acting under the legitimate color of law of a sheriff, this sounds to me like language that now deliberately puts all of the sheriffs of America under the control of the federal government. Well, it, it, it's intended to. Uh, the, as I say, the good news is that uh, we have succeeded in alerting people to the problems with this bill, and it's never going to be enacted into law, God willing. But the point also is that shows furtherance that they do want to federalize the police and sheriffs. Yeah, yeah, it shows that um, they uh, they basically are for open borders. Uh, they are against local law enforcement who would interfere with their ability to open those borders, and they are willing to use the federal powers of arrest and lawsuit in order to achieve those things. So, if this were passed and in law. Uh, Texas would see a lot of their sheriffs and sheriff deputies being going arrested. To prison, yeah. Going to prison, mm -hmm. yeah. So, folks, are we living in a tyrannical society? I think we absolutely are. We're no longer living under a constitutional republic. I really don't think we are. Well, we'll find out next November. Uh, <laughs> Let's open the phone lines, 1-800-347. you got to laugh to keep them crying. 1-800-347-9829. 1-800-347-9829. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions. 1-800-347-9829. When I come back from the break, I want to ask Mike Hammond very quickly while you're getting on the phone line, what will the Republican uh platform look like the republican party huh. rnc platform he just laughed what will it look I, I, like i just uh i just uh, had a lunch with the guy hold right there we'll tell you more on the other side hold right there have you checked out all the free programming lately at worldviewtube.com hello i'm brandon house if you go right now to worldviewtube.com you are going to find so many television shows ready for you on demand, like my nightly newscast, The Worldview Report, my daily radio show that's also a TV show now. That's available at worldviewtube.com. The 90-minute live show, Brennan House Live, that's available each and every day at worldviewtube.com. It cost us many, many thousands of dollars a month in streaming, bandwidth bill, and IT bills to make available these free programs. But we do it as a ministry and public service of WVW Broadcast Network. Now, one way we're able to do this is through the generous support of you through our WVW Foundation. Think of us as your conservative Christian worldview alternative to national public radio, national public television. Would you become a sponsor now so we can continue to push out free radio shows and TV shows at worldviewtube.com and worldviewradio.com? We're also looking for more regular monthly contributors. Would you consider signing up if you haven't already for a monthly contribution, $5, $10, whatever you can afford? 
It's greatly appreciated. WVWfoundation.com. You'll also find our mailing address there if you prefer to support us through the mail. And you'll find our phone number there if you'd like to make a contribution via the phone. Again, that's WVW, as in Worldview Weekend, WVWfoundation.com. And check out all the free ministry programming at worldviewtube.com. And don't forget our Sunday night church service that I've been teaching on Sunday night since 2015. That's live 8 p.m. Central Time at worldviewtube.com each and every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central Time. Worldviewtube.com. Brought to you by wvwfoundation.com. All right, welcome back. Glad you are with us. And just so folks know, all of my programs are available uh, at worldviewtube.com, worldviewtube.com, for you to watch Worldview Report tonight, 7 o'clock, Brandon House Live, 7.30 Central. Also, by the way, Worldview Report is available on TV 30 in Milwaukee at 10 p.m. Central Time tonight. Uh, you can watch there. And, of course, vcyamerica.org uh, on their wonderful uh, network of powerful stations, over 60-some-odd of those. And then, of course, through their own Roku channel, online digital platform, and more. You'll find a lot of my programs there, vcyamerica.org. Uh, and, yes, we were having a little bit of buffering issues the last few days. reason why is the traffic at Worldview Tube has spiked, and they are putting in new um, streams and opening up more servers. So again, we apologize. Bear with us on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. The traffic at Worldview Tube for live programs absolutely spiked. And so they're upping the servers and bandwidth even as we speak. All right. Joining me is Mike Hammond. Real quick, Mike, for the phone lines. Well, I agree that you should mention platform because I just had lunch with the guy who writes the platform for the Republican Party, and he put the uh, the 2016 platform in front of me and said, uh, how would you change this? And what did you say? I said, well, I'm changing this. We, we would add uh, opposition to red flags. We would add opposition to Biden's efforts to turn pieces of plastic into machine guns. Uh, we would add commendations uh, to uh, efforts to uh, uh, fill the Supreme Court with pro-gun activists as opposed to anti-gun activists. Um, uh, those are the principal things I said. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Well, good for you. I'm glad you're having an influence there. Uh, will you be at the convention in Milwaukee, by the way, this July? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess I could be. Uh, I, I could be. Okay. Uh, Wayne in South Dakota, line one. Wayne, thanks for calling in, Wayne. Yeah, hi, Brandon. Hi. Uh, probably hi, Wayne. About, 10 year, about 10 years ago, I'm guessing, on I think it was ABC News, Brian Ross done a report on Islamic terrorist camps in America. And it, if you take a map of the United States and put a, a red pin where each one was located, you could start up in New England, go down around the East Coast, around southern U.S., and up the West Coast. And if I remember correctly, I would say there's probably in the neighborhood of 20 locations where these Islamic terrorist camps, training camps, were located. And the statement was that the FBI couldn't do anything unless they actually had <laughs> some sort of illegal activity. That's to- exactly right. They couldn't even fly over and film it. So I, as I understood, 
uh, and the guy that you're talking about, his name escapes me. He was with, with a Christian network organization. I saw him even appear on Fox News describing this as well. People can find it online. He was a guest on this show as well. And so private citizens were flying over these uh, camps and taking pictures because apparently the FBI couldn't. Uh, what's very interesting about that, Wayne and uh, Mike Hammond, is, again, they're not worried about the paramilitary drills of the Islamists. They're not worried about the paramilitary drills of the CCP guys who uh, Gordon Chang is putting out in an article that they're here to kill us and they're already practicing and drilling on firing ranges and they just got here with no ID and no money. But how do I afford a sub... Uh, a semi-automatic and 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 uh, ammunition. No concern by the feds for those guys because the feds let those guys in, and they're probably the ones arming them. Mike, uh, I have no doubt, but that they are uh, the feds uh, are are arming them. I, I I mean, my only hesitation is that sometime if it happens during the Biden administration, I mean, we are going to have a terrorist incident in this country and a significant terrorist incident. And if that happens, uh, God forbid, if that happens, uh, then presumably that will call out the Biden administration for what it is, and that is people who are willing to endanger the health and safety of Americans in order to uh, get 10 million additional Democratic voters. Mm. Scott in West Virginia, line three. Scott, go ahead, please. Yeah, in the early 1700s, my ancestors uh, were pioneers in the Shenandoah Valley in uh, Virginia, and they uh, were detached from the court. I think the court at that time was in Orange County, Virginia, or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, so they, they formed militias, and and they had militias and uh, musters that they called uh, to defend against, like the natives and and stuff and and criminals. Uh, but then, then during the revolution, the colonies decided that the the monarchy was no longer uh, uh, following Romans thirteen uh, to reward good and punish evil. But in the colonies' eyes, they were punishing good and rewarding evil. And so uh, the militias uh, fought against the 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 power at that time. You know, the government that were, they were under. Yes. Uh, but uh, so. Uh, that, just just to give you a little bit of background about the militias here in America, like w- what they were up against Thank you, in the early uh, days. Yeah, you, good Scott. point. Uh, my uh, great-great-great-grandfather, Phil Hammond, was uh, in, in that very area and crawled through the woods uh, for uh, 30 miles in order to uh, notify the residents of Greenbrier of a potential uh, Indian slash British attack. Wow. Let's go to Dave in Arizona, line two. Dave, thank you for calling in, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Uh, yes, uh, I had a question. Uh, well, this may be a comment uh, from Aaron, and uh, it's kind of interesting in Joshua 1040. Uh, uh, Joshua was actually told by Yahweh to leave no survivors but that all that breathed would be put to death. And I mean, the Israelis today are given more. They're just, they're, they're, they're dropping leaflets. They're dropping, uh, information. They're telling people to get out. Uh, but Joshua was commanded by Yahweh just to destroy all of those people. Thank you, Dave. So, Let's go real quick. Uh, they're going above and beyond. Thank you. I think they are going above and beyond. You're absolutely right. Brad, line one. Brad, go ahead, Brad. Hi, Brad. 
Hey, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. I uh, just wanted to remind everybody, if worst comes to worst and the federal government keeps breaking the law and acting like the traitors they are, remember, we always have one out. Don't obey them. <laughs> They're not worthy to be obeyed anymore. Well, our organic documents say that, don't they, uh, Mike Hammond? Yes, they do. But hopefully we will win the election and we won't have to resort to that. I hope so. I hope so, too. From uh, from our lips to God's ears, right? Pray, pray, yep, pray. Man. The prayers of the righteous man availeth much. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Mike Hammond, his website. Thank you. Brandon. Gunowners.org. Gunowners.org. So some good news today. That's been defeated, but let's be vigilant. Stay tuned for Crosstalk at vcyamerica.org. Take care. What would you do if your local pharmacy shut down or there was an interruption in the just-in-time inventory of critical medications? What if the power grid goes down and you need an antibiotic? What are you going to do? Hello, I'm Brandon House. Well, that concerned me and my wife for several years. And thankfully, last year, my friends at the wellness company that include Dr. James Thorpe and Dr. Peter McCullough created the wellness company emergency medical kit. I have four of them. That's because I have family members that I want to make sure I could provide antibiotics to in case of an emergency. You know, something very uh, non-life-threatening like strep throat could well become life-threatening if not treated. And if you can't get your hands on prescription meds during a national crisis, well, that would not be a good thing. So I got four of these kits so my family members have these eight vital medications. If you go to twc.health forward slash Brannon, TWC stands for the wellness company, twc.health forward slash Brannon. It will list for you the eight medications in this emergency kit and what they treat. Now, this is a real prescription from a doctor. So when you order it, be sure to then go back into your email, check your email for the paperwork you're going to have to complete and fill out so that you can get your prescription and get your emergency medical kit with these eight vital prescription meds in the mail at your front door. Again, this is a great way for your family to be prepared for the unthinkable. And with every purchase of each emergency medical kit, the wellness company donates a percentage back to our organization to help fund our broadcast. So everybody's winning. twc.health forward slash Brannon. twc.health forward slash Brannon. Thank you.